0: The issues that matter most, right here. The Drew Mariani
1: Show. On Relevant Radio. I'm not touching you. You have no idea. Did you hear that? <laughs> you
2: hear are, are they able to hear that? No. <laughs> I, I didn't play that. So that means
3: that... <laughs> yeah, it totally seems haunted. It all went down night three of Tay's Airs tour in Foxborough, Massachusetts. At one point, her piano started playing on its own.
0: It's the Drew Mariani Show on Relevant Radio.
4: Yeah, a pretty weird story. Is it theatrics or was there something more that was at work there? Uh, Coming up after my next guest, James Hurston's going to be joining me in a second here. Exorcist Father Dan Rehill will be stopping by and we will take a look at, uh, well, some of the dark shadows that seem to uh, be associated with uh, Taylor Swift and, and her f- and her phenomenal success, but James Herson, who is uh, been a longtime friend of this program, and I, I've always enjoyed his insight. Uh, really, is a media expert too. He um, he's the author of Tales from the Left Coast, Hollywood Nation, uh, Left Coast Lies, Old Media Spin, The New Media Revolution. He teaches uh, both Trinity at, at Trinity Law School. Uh, and at Biola University, and um, he's also the uh, writes a column for Newsmax uh, called the Left Coast Report. And I often re- I don't turn to him when it comes to the me when it comes to entertainment and and to the culture. Uh, I, I, I've been watching just the absolute fascination with Taylor Smith, Swift, and I'm like, what is it? I mean, this girl is a phenom. Uh, Her roots start in country music. At 14, she moved to Nashville to pursue her dreams. And from there on, she took off like a rocket. Uh, She's the most decorated artist of all time, I was reading. I I find that hard to believe. More than the Beatles, most decorated artist of all time. Boasts 11 Grammy Awards, including four albums of the year making her the first artist to achieve that particular feat. She holds all these Country Music Association, Billboard Music Awards, a Guinness World Record, solidifying her impact. You know, it's just, She's an amazing, uh, amazing entertainer. Uh, her personal life has gotten a lot of attention, right? I mean, people have often followed her heartbreaks. Uh, it's often documented in her music. And, of course, with the NFL... And Travis Kelsey, I mean, ratings for the NFL went up. Uh, she is a billionaire. She's a billionaire. Her net worth is over a billion dollars. And that's refle- that reflects not only her music sales, but, yeah, I mean, she's got savvy business sense as well. And she's not just a national entertainer. She's an international entertainer. Her music transcends cultural barriers. And uh, she's just, as I said, a, a multifaceted entertainer phenomenon what's behind it all what do we know about her how did she rise to the level of success that she did in such a short window of time uh james joins me right now you could follow him on twitter at the jim jams at the jim jams his website is jamesherson.com and uh, check out his writing i personally enjoy it very much jim good to have you back good afternoon uh great to be with you drew yeah, I, I you know, after the Super Bowl, watching the championship games and seeing the bump that the NFL got from from Taylor Swift, following her Eras Tour, all these other things. Everything this girl touches, she's like Midas, turns turns to gold. Um, if, give me your big picture view. What happened? She starts as this music artist, this country music artist, and she's a very gifted music writer amongst others, but she is a, she's pop, right? She's a pop artist. Fill me in on who she is and what you assess to be. I, I don't know the, the the secret sauce or what has ultimately allowed her to achieve the heights of fame that she has.
5: Sure. Well, at the center, it's interesting you describe it as secret sauce, but at the center is her songwriting. Uh, she she has a talent. Or songwriting, where, and particularly where young people can relate to it, especially young teenage girls. As a matter of fact, when she started in in the uh, country business, uh, she was the youngest uh, person basically performing at that time, at that level. She was 15, I believe, when she made her first album, and country music wasn't associated. With teen girls, with tweens, and Taylor Swift tapped into that. And part of the reason was because she her songs told stories that were uh, resonating in the hearts of of young people. And that's my favorite Taylor Swift the era. She calls her tours of the eras. At that time. Uh, she w- dressed modestly. She her yeah. songs were dedicated to kind of beauty and truth, and she was apolitical. As a matter of fact, her the first part of her career, um, she followed the conventional wisdom. She was asked by Time Magazine in 2012, and she said, uh, "I don't talk politics." because it might influence other people. And I don't think I know enough yet in life to be telling people who to vote for. Well, she apparently has changed. She feels that she does know enough. And that started in 2018 in the midterm elections. But as you point out, use the word phenom there, there basically is no other celebrity like her in existence today with the kind of influence She has, and to her credit, she nurtures her fans. She genuinely shows love to her fans, both on stage and when she's off stage. Uh, She'll sign autographs seemingly forever. Um, There's a lot of good things about this person. Unfortunately, though, her influence has gone the wrong direction on a number of very fundamental moral issues. And I, I do think, and I pray for her conversion, I pray for her to see the light, uh, particularly on the life issue, yeah, me too. on the issue of the family. I think, um, unfortunately, she's, she's been influenced by her peers, by the media. You know, it's funny, when she was apolitical, there were all kinds of people in the mainstream media writing articles saying that it was irresponsible for Taylor Swift not to come out and basically endorse the left. And there there was so much pressure on her. And obviously, I I mentioned in the midterm she did, but she never got involved in the election of 2016. When Donald Trump oh. defeated Hillary Clinton, she was not involved in that election, but well, j- she did get involved in in the 2020 yeah. election, yeah. and she's going to get involved in 2024. It appears.
4: Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. There was an FBI special agent, a guy named Stuart Kaplan, who was on uh, some uh, you know cable news network, and he said that she could potentially single handedly swing voters because of just the amount of followers that she can influence. And my understanding is that she's going to tell people to, to register to vote, which is a good thing, but, but also possibly to vote for, for Joe Biden. Will she be able to – You know, will, will Taylor Swift be able to influence the presidential election in the United States of America?
5: Well, you know, there is a – even political analysts are calling it the Taylor Swift effect. Because it's empirically proven that she has increased voter registrations through her efforts. She's helped support certain legislation, things like that. Uh, When it comes to the presidential election, though, um, you know, I question whether it really is going to have a significant impact. It will have some impact, but whether it's going to affect the outcome but she herself has to realize, yeah. you know, I mentioned that it's conventional wisdom yeah. to stay away from politics. Because she's at the apex of the fame arc, she is the most famous she will ever be at this moment. Yeah. It's it's dangerous for her yeah. to come out too strongly and, and become a surrogate of the campaign, which is exactly what the Biden campaign is wishing for. Because she is going to alienate a portion of her fans that are called Swifties. I mean, there's a certain percentage that have given up Taylor Swift for Lent. But but there's another percentage (laughs) that will, if she doesn't, because we know this. Uh, The public is fickle. Fame doesn't last forever. so true. And, And... she, you know, this is the apex. Yeah, well, I can't see Looking how much more
4: it. successful you can get, right? I mean, look what she's doing. Look at the financial success she's having with her tours and her music. Look at the airtime that she's gotten. Look at uh, the influence she's having even on the election. They say youth voting is seen as a key for 2024. She'll have a huge impact on that. James, we'll continue to follow her. I, I've got to leave it right here. I've got to change gears. But I'm grateful for your insight. I don't know whether you've written about her or not. If people want to follow you? What's the best way to connect?
5: Uh, it's at my website, h i r s e n H-I-R-S-E-N.com. And then I appear um, on Newsmax uh, writing articles under the
4: byline, The Left Coast Report. I love it. Well, I'm sorry to keep it so brief today. I always appreciate your contribution and, and your insights. Final thoughts on, on Taylor Smith before I, I have to take this break.
5: Sure. My final thoughts she's in danger. There's a word for this. It's overexposed. Okay. she's entering the Megan and Harry arena mm-hmm. so she has to be she has to be careful now in terms of her career she's she's very savvy so for her sake maybe she'll make the right decision you notice she's yeah. been very quiet on yes. the politics yeah. during the last couple of months maybe um maybe she'll stay quiet and and we all need to pray because this this person it would be bad to sell her short she has tremendous influence I pray for the conversion of her heart and soul.
4: Amen. James, thanks for being here. Follow him at the Jim Jams, check out his web, website jamesherson.com. Check him out. The Left Coast Report as well. I need to take a short break. When we come back, I'm going to change gears. Father Dan Rehills joining us. We'll continue to talk about Taylor Swift. I read a great piece and it raised questions. I mean, it's it's, it's almost as though there's an anointing, maybe a dark anointing on this girl. Uh take a look at just the unbelievable success that, that she has had. Uh, what's behind this meteoric rise to fame? Father Dan Rehill is going to join me. Uh, we'll give you some insight into some things that may give us pause. Some of the occult or maybe even some of the satanic imagery, and even some of the strange activities that are happening on stage that even surprised Taylor Swift herself. That and more when I return. Did you like what Drew and the guest had to say? Get caught up on this conversation and all the others by going to the relevant radio archives. Just search for The Drew Mariani Show. Hey, join Father Rocky this September for a pilgrimage to Poland and Prague. You'll visit the lands of St. John Paul the Great, St. Faustina, our Lady of Częstochowa and the Infant Child of Prague seats are limited information at relevantradio.com/poland that's relevantradio.com/poland
6: Someone else was thinking the same thing. The worst
3: part is she commented twice and she says, is this the new one, two, three, let's go B? So she's saying, is summon the demons the new crowd chant that they say when she does this witchcraft
6: ritual? Now to any supporters, I know I already posted this, but for some reason it's not showing on my account even though it didn't get taken down.
0: The Drew Mariani Show on Relevant
4: Radio. Here's a question for you. Should you let your kids go to a Taylor Swift concert, is there occultic underpinnings to what she is involved in? Um, Seems there could be strange activity on the stage, uh, presentations, that smack of witchcraft, and again, I don't, I look, I want to be, I want a big disclaimer out here. I'm just exploring this. I have a friend. His name's Mike Brown. He's a very gifted writer, one of my favorite spiritual writers personally. I love the way he writes. Um, he wrote a great piece about this. Mike always tends to have his finger on the the pulse of what's happening when it comes to this type of stuff. And He makes this case. Let me lay this out for you. Then Father Dan Rihill is going to join us. I'll take your calls. If you're on hold, I see you. I'll get you. He says, look, let's face it. He says dark forces are often, perhaps more often than not, they're behind this type of success, behind this viral public personas and these people who have this unbelievable charisma. He says it leads you to ponder when a person or someone bolts suddenly into prominence with a nearly inexplicable magnitude, what's behind that? What is behind that? And he says the best example is that of Taylor Swift. He says, Swift has curiously surrounded herself with the occult simultaneously as a result. What's happened to her? She's risen to total media dominance. When I heard that story, I thought of Father Dan Rehill, who told me a story about a man who sold his daughter's soul to the devil. Maybe he can share that. And the man wanted success. And boy, the second he did that, it flowed. Who's the prince of this world, right? Who is the prince of this world? Okay, Maggie, open your mic if you want to jump in. Maggie's... uh T- tell me about it.
1: There, uh, I was just thinking as you were talking. She had some uh, honored guests with her at the Super Bowl, and one of them. There were clips all over the internet after the after the game. Um, this one g- artist, I don't. I've never even heard her. I've never seen her before, but sh- she looks interesting. Her name is Ice Spice. Oh yeah. And that, she yep. waited until the cameras were on her and straight up did a satanic hand movement, and then uh, highlighted her upside down cross that she was wearing uh. so it's like wait, wait what
4: no it's it's crazy no, and nowhere can you go without seeing swift I, I mean her brand is everywhere concerts are jammed with tens of thousands of people in in argentina uh music video at uh, television awards uh, football games like you point out it's taylor swift boyfriends you know Podcasts, social media, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, politics, as we just talked about. She's everywhere. Taylor Swift is everywhere. Um, One final thought here, and I want to get Father uh, Rehill. Oh, no, we're going to play a piece of audio, right, Maggie? Maybe we should run the audio before Father comes on. One final thought here. I'll play a piece of audio. We'll bring Father Dan in to get his take on this. Uh, And the thing I want to look at here is how did she go to... Mega stardom. There's several videos that are out that have her praying it up in a witchy way. You know, Her sidekicks are adorned in robes. Um, Fame's one thing, but astronomical notoriety, that's another one. And what's the Bible tell us? Satan is the ruler of the world, right? The prince of the power of the air. And a major test of life is a test of the desert. That is, as Mike says, the devil can grant us worldly success and does so if we sell our soul to his kingdom, or at least we compromise. Maggie, you want to set this up? You want to explain what we have here?
1: We have a clip here from a uh, gentleman named Isaiah Robin, um, and he's he kind of breaks down what he sees as a rise of demonic control in pop music. Fascinating.
7: Swift is finally showing you guys who she truly is, and you're still not paying attention, huh? She literally called herself a witch in this tweet. Billboard chart says this is a song for all the lonely witches. Y'all think they're just putting on an artistic act? This woman was on tour going state to state doing live rituals on stage. And nobody's paying attention to it, huh? You're that brainwashed. Ladies and gentlemen, that is a serpent behind her. Y'all waking up yet? Last week's sweetheart has turned to this week's witch. In that video, she was acting like she was in hell. So yeah, last week's sweetheart has turned to this week's witch in hell. But are you catching on yet? So a witch in front of a serpent. Let's go deeper, ladies and gentlemen. Isn't it interesting that Taylor Swift looks exactly like Zena LaVey? Who is Zena LaVey, you might ask? She's Anton LaVey's daughter. Anton LaVey was the founder of the Satanic Church, and his daughter, Zena LaVey, was a high priestess for Satan. Safe to say she was a witch. Oh, how the resemblance is remarkable. So America's Sweetheart blew up being America's Sweetheart. But now she's trying to make it cool to be a witch. Hmm, why is that? Well, I said it before, you do not get this big without certain contracts being signed. They got her right where they wanted her, just so they can turn her around so she can manipulate the youth. The kids love Taylor Swift. But instead of being a great role model that she built her fan base off of, now she wants to be a witch. Y'all see the switch? And this isn't something new. Billie Eilish with children building a fan base with children. Then all of a sudden she made a song called All the Good Girls Go to Hell. Now this is your Billy. Now this is your Billy. And all the brainwash would call it artistic. Little Nas X built a fan base off of children. They blew this man up out of nowhere. Then what happened? Out of nowhere, he switched. Next thing we know, he's sliding from heaven into hell. Even gave him his own satanic shoe. They had 666 on them. Also, Luke ten eighteen, the verse in the Bible where Satan fell like lightning. So do you guys see the comparison? Do you guys see the pattern? Do you guys see who they're after? They're after the youth. Because if they can control the youth, they can control the future. Y'all might have thought she was America's sweetheart. But my Bible says even Satan himself masquerades like an angel of light. Stop listening to these artists and stop letting your children listen to these artists. Little do you know, you are allowing demonic spirits to come into your household. Because when you play that nonsense, you are coming into agreement with that nonsense. Your eyes and your ears are portals. What you let into them is what you're coming into agreement with. 2024, let's be smarter. Let's be more wise. If it's not glorifying God, cut it off. God bless you.
4: So that is for your discernment. We're going to talk about it right now. Two weird things happened. One... Maggie and I were just talking before the show uh, about amnesia that takes place. Sometimes there are people who spend as much as $1,000 on a ticket and the girl comes out, they interview her, she doesn't remember anything about the show. And Maggie, share with everyone what you just shared with me.
1: I've I've heard people say that they weren't that interested in Taylor Swift. Maybe they listened to one or two songs and then had this insatiable desire to continue listening nonstop all the time. And to me, I'm like, I don't know, I don't really get like that. Into one artist, uh, you know. So they said once they distanced themselves from it, all of a sudden it seemed like their head was clear again. Wow.
4: Interesting. Well, let's talk to somebody who's intimately connected to, uh, well, some of these dark anointings. He's a pastor at St. Catherine of Siena Church in Columbia, Tennessee, as well as the dean of the southern part of the diocese and the diocese uh, exorcist. It's good to have Father Dan Rehill. Priest of the Diocese of Nashville with us today. Father, always good to talk with you. Thank you for your patience and thanks for joining me today. Thank you, Drew. It's good to be back. I, I thought of you as I was reading some of this material about a week ago or two after I've been following the unbelievable success that Taylor Swift has had. And I remember the story you shared a long time ago when you were on maybe the first time with me about a, a man who was over in Italy. And wanted fame and success, and sold his daughter's soul to the devil. Let's start there. Maybe we can share that story, and then let's talk about. I'd love your assessment mm-hmm. on on what we see. I, you know, I don't want to say Taylor Swift is is a Satanist or a witch, or I don't know. I'm just looking at the big picture when you see certain celebrities have this meteoric rise. It, it makes you wonder what's behind that. If anything at all, it could simply be her music. So what's your, what's your view on Taylor? And then maybe bring us back in time and show us how Satan, who's the prince of this world, can work.
0: Well, gone are the days of the high school crush on Tim McGraw. Those songs are over. You know, she has moved on. And, you know, she even left Nashville. I think she still might keep a residence here. But she wanted to go to New York City, and she engaged everything it had to offer. Wow. And I don't know what her intentions are, you know, we don't know what's in her heart, but the outward appearances of what she's doing is very demonic. And she's crafting or her creative director, whoever it might be, but she's, you know, she's giving her compliance in it. Um, These, this heiress tour has these literally look like witches covens that are performing rituals on stage, which is very disturbing considering a huge segment of her fan base is, young girls so you know when you consider she has i think she has almost 300 million instagram followers let's say one one percent is three million let's say one percent say i want to try doing some of this stuff taylor's doing i want to i want to figure out what this witchcraft is that's three million people wow that's that's a you see the original influencer was satan he he's the one who who has always kind of courted people into influencing them to do things against God's kingdom. Now, when you have that kind of power, when you have that much influence, whatever she's doing, good or bad, the demons are going to be watching her day and night, and she's a huge target for their camp. Because then you add on YouTube and TikTok and everything else, I mean, this this woman, they said she could sway the election. Yep. The political pundit said That's that she amazing. has the power to sway an election, presidential election. So huge power. And it does seem she's getting darker and darker with each album and tour she goes on. Uh, and the people she's surrounding herself with. Um, you mentioned Ice Spice, who I, I never heard of either until this happened. She's in the booth at the game. She's got on Balenciaga clothing. Do you remember Balenciaga? Sure. That the pedophile oh, ads. Yeah, absolutely. So she's she's still promoting it, which means she's for it. And she's wearing an upside-down crucifix around her neck, which is also a satanic symbol. Uh, That's who she's surrounding herself with. Her other good buddy who opens for her tour, the current tour, is this woman, uh, Sabrina Carpenter. Do you remember that name? I I don't. Was she at the Grammys? She desecrated the church in Brooklyn
6: with oh, her video
0: shot. That's gosh. her. Can you imagine? So oh my Too gosh. many coincidences. When you put all these coincidences together, you know it does paint a picture that says this is not coincidental. Wow, that that's she can't be. That, that's unbelievable. And the, this girl is what is she like? Thirty four, thirty
4: five? Yeah, I don't know what her age is. Uh, Maggie, look it up she, for us if young. you could. She's she's a
0: billionaire. <laughs> she's worth she, over a billion dollars at that age. It's. She's and 34. You know,
4: is she is 34. Very common. Yeah.
0: You know, when you look at Beyonce, when you look at Jay-Z, when you look at Rihanna, when you look at Lady Gaga, Madonna, they've all – Katy Perry. Katy Perry started singing church music in, yeah. in, her, so in her church. And she, they've all gone over, you know. And the more they go in, the, the higher their fame and popularity goes up.
4: Wow. Everything she touches turns to gold. I mean, it is, it is wild. They say that she could, as you point out, uh, sway an election, uh, not, not only because she's got 300 million followers there, but the youth vote could be huge. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I do worry about the occultic underpinning to some of this stuff and what it's going to do to, to kids like that. Let me grab a few calls for you, uh, Father, sure. and uh, we'll get Nick in in Chicago. He's been waiting a while to, to join us as well. He's got a comment about, I guess, her Willow's presentation. Nick, good afternoon.
6: Hi, so thanks for having me on. I wanted to talk about uh, a couple of things I noticed, um, and I'll tie them up and then I'll let you comment. There's a, a country artist named Allison Russell who did a video, um, a, a song called Demons. And I, I was unaware of this, but I was out um, someplace for dinner, and I saw this, and I couldn't believe it. And I, I took a picture of it. I, I couldn't hear the song, but I could see it. And it's it's overwhelmingly demonic. So I I researched it, and then it said, oh, this is Ethan Tubman, T-O-B-M-A-N, Ethan Tubman, who is also the creative director for the Ares Tour, who actually designed the cinematography and the, um, wow. the, the, music, or excuse me, the video, the music video. Now he did the whole, uh, Ares tour, but in Ares tour, you can, you can check out the Willows, um, uh, video and Willows is a kind of an innocent song. Initially, uh, originally it was a, a guy comes into town. He takes your heart, you know, and, uh, the, the the lyrics are, are kind of interest you know, the more you say, the less I know. Wherever you stray, I follow. I'm begging you to take my hand, wreck my plans. That's my man. Wow. While she's saying, wherever you stray, I follow. I'm begging for you to take my hand. She's got one hand out, Taylor Swift does, and she's got the other hand making the, you know, the hook'em horns uh, satanic symbol in the other hand. While she's wearing this dark cape. Along with a, a a coven of of women in a circle raising these uh, yellow globes clearly demonic so I mean the the creative circle is kind of tied tightly by this Ethan Tubman who is is the creative director for a lot of these demonic videos and so those are my comments and i I pray that people that go see this yeah. are not mesmerized yeah. and 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 devoted to Satan, you know, in any form or fashion.
4: Nick, thank you for the call. Thank you for uh, unpacking that. Father, I I want your take on that as well, because as he was signing, obviously, I hope people don't get somehow influenced or mesmerized, which is an interesting word, because you heard me mention to Maggie that there are people who go to these concerts, they pay $1,000 for the ticket, they walk out, and they don't even remember what they experienced. Now, that could be a Mm -hmm. psychological phenomenon, but I often wonder, is there some sort of spiritual, you know, phenomena going on here
0: well you know we don't know for, for a fact because we can only attest to what we're seeing but i don't know what she's doing before the concerts i don't know if she's having groups of actual witches put curses and spells on her tour you know years ago there was a priest who used to be a real very successful real estate agent in la and millions of dollars and, and he was getting invited to a lot of these heavy metal bands when they'd have a new album Uh, he would go to like the launch party where they would have a black mass and dedicate uh, the album to Satan and ask him to attach demons to the people that buy it to increase their record sales, that they would get more deeply into the music, you know? And, you know, we would never know that because we don't run in those circles, but this guy, you know, before his conversion, he was in that world. And I never forgot it because, you know, fast forward 30, 40 years, you think they're not doing that anymore? I think they certainly are. Yeah. You know, when you look at some of the stuff and the way it works, it's just, you know, and that, that Willow song, you know, yeah. she has this line and they wait for the signal, they'll meet you after dark. What Thanks. is she talking about? You know, it, so again, I don't know her intention. Maybe she thinks it's all just uh, smoke and mirrors and it's all just for the drama. But what she doesn't realize is whether she thinks it's real or not, they're showing up.
4: Uh, Maggie, uh, open your mic and share with Father too and and everyone else what Nick said about Ethan Tubman.
1: I, I was just looking up Ethan Tubman as Nick was um, describing what was going on with him, and I, I'm I'm kind of uh, I'm not shocked because this guy has got his fingers in every major American market. He does advertising for every huge um, like kind of like posh company, um, music videos, film, TV, he's hes like all over the place.
4: Oh, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It's a strange world, isn't it, Father? I mean, that, that, that world of fame, celebrity, wealth, as I pointed out, the evil one you know, can certainly offer that. You shared a story with me in the past about a man who wanted just that, um, this man in Italy. Maybe share it with the, those who did not, didn't get a chance to hear you share yeah, this yeah. in the past because Satan's the, the prince of this world, right? I mean, he can, he offered correct. Jesus any kingdom if the Lord would follow him. One of the kingdoms is the entertainment industry, I think. And, uh, if I'm correct, Lucifer was, was an angel in charge of music. And, uh, clearly you see his influence in, in music at times.
0: Well, music is interesting because it does bypass the, the brain. It sort of goes right to the heart. Yeah either for good or for bad. And that's why it's, it is, it can be very dangerous and hook people quickly. But yeah, when I was in Rome for being trained as an exorcist, one of the case studies we studied was a true story of a Roman doctor. So this guy was a, a, a doctor of medicine, very successful practice, but you know, he, he, one of his fellow doctors said to him, you know, are you, are you looking to increase your, your your finances because, you know, I, I joined this group of people and and I've tripled my money in like a year. He goes, well, of course, yeah. Goes, okay, let me take you to this party. He takes him to this very she-she party, you know, uh, and very on the up and up. When it started, it looked like a normal, you know, cocktail party with a lot of rich people. And then out comes these this uh, group of uh, guys that are in black hooded cloaks, much like the, the Taylor Swift concert song you, that you see on the video. And they perform a ritual and uh, the guy comes up to to this, the guy, who the doctor who just showed up for the first time and says, you know, do you want this fortune, this success? And he says, I do. And they said, then you have to give us one of your children. And he said, are you crazy? I'm not giving you one of my children. And they said, not physically, but you have to dedicate her spiritually to us or him. And he said, he thought this is all a game. So he says, fine, you can have my daughter. Her name is whatever her name was. And within 24 hours, the daughter's having night terrors. And within a week, she's suicidal. And the dad realized something is terrible going on in his home. So he tells the wife and the wife of course is furious, but calls the, the, the exorcist calls the Catholic church. They get the exorcist. He comes in and he kind of listens to the whole story and asks a few questions and says, you know, this is a very high powered satanic cult ring in Rome and you you can't just walk away from these people. They're not going to let you walk away. You have to move your family out of, you have to go to another part of the country and, and just cut all ties, start over. And that's what the guy did. He left. And that was what kind of broke him out of that group. And, you know, he got his daughter's health back and her sanity, but people really underestimate the reality of what's happening behind the veil and if you're not committed to jesus then you're an open target for the enemy
4: amen to that my guest today is father dan rehill let me grab another call if you want to join us now quickly time goes the numbers triple eight nine one four nine one four nine triple eight nine one four nine one four nine if you missed any of the conversation you want to share it with somebody you know or love simply go to uh, where our podcasts are Our house. You can go to Relevant Radio or to Apple or to Google or uh, download them, Spotify, wherever you want to uh, get plugged into them. Maggie will have this up uh, about an hour after we sign off. Debbie's in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Let me sneak Debbie in. Debbie, good afternoon.
3: Hi, Drew. Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. Um are welcome. I have a real heart for children. It has to do with my career and family and whatever else. And this is kind of a side note, but... I've never cared for Taylor Smith, Taylor Swift, and there's so many other artists too. And just the sexual nature of their performances or the way they dress and all Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. And just seeing how that kind of ties in with Satan and how it's related to, you know, it has an influence, I think, on the pornography, you know, and the child pornography and the human trafficking, Mm -hmm. that they're all kind of tied together. And it's, Beyond my imagination, why parents take their children to those shows or allow them to listen to her. And I I don't know, just a plea to parents (laughs) to think about this and.
4: Well, Debbie, thank you so much. I know a lot of parents do go with their kids, but, Father, I, on that point, I, if there, and we don't know, I have to make sure I, I'm clear on this. I don't know whether there's anything occultic going on behind the scenes, if there are witches casting spells or, I mean, the lyrics, and as what Nick pointed out and others, I mean, it's, it seems pretty obvious in, in some respects, uh, people leaving with amnesia, all sorts of different things happening. What um, would you recommend that that people not go to these concerts? Would you recommend that? Parents, be cautious. I mean, what advice should you give to a parent? You you heard Debbie's concern about where this could ultimately lead. What are your concerns and what are your cautions?
0: Listen, whether she's doing actual witchcraft or just pretending to be one on stage, they're attracting demons. Either way, and why would you put your child in the path of some kind of a problem, a spiritual problem? Uh, I would say skip the concert. Yeah. You know, there's there's enough uh, good things you can be entertained by. You don't need to go and watch somebody pretend to be a witch or actually doing witchcraft right. uh, and putting your your child in the direct path of these demonic spirits there's why would you do that that's right doesn't make any sense that's right well father hold
4: the thought i'm gonna take a short pause when we come back we can grab more calls but i also want to run something else by you there was a weird event that took place on the stage of taylor swift when it was according to her her reaction it surprised her It seemed as though her piano was playing by itself and i thought well maybe that's theatrics well maybe Hmm. it wasn't we'll look at that and i'll play that when i return
0: we go there. The Drew Mariani Show on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio
4: app. Hey, looking for a new job? How about one that offers opportunities for spiritual, social, and charitable growth? Our sponsor, Catholic Order of Foresters, is hiring new agents today. Visit relevantradio.com/forester. An Illinois Life Insurance Society. Not available in all states in her
3: most recent concert taylor swift is performing witchcraft and i know this is going to raise some controversy in the comments but this just doesn't look right to me some fans can't remember the concert they attended just moments earlier that's what happened to 32 year old nicole Booz, who saw taylor earlier this month in philadelphia you spent Almost $1,000 on a ticket, right? And you can't remember anything?
2: It felt like so surreal. Afterwards, as we were leaving, I was like, did she play this song? I don't remember this song. I don't remember her doing that.
0: The Drew Mariani Show
4: on Relevant Radio. Yeah, it's an interesting phenomenon. It could be psychological, right? You're overwhelmed by the experience. I'm sure there's a logical explanation for that, or maybe there's something more. We're exploring today the Taylor Swift phenomenon is it simply great music that has taken her to, you know, just astronomical heights? Is thirty-four years old? She's a billionaire, or is there a dark anointing? So there, are the anointing of darkness on her work, and uh, we're laying out, you know, the, the I don't know, we're laying out both the pros and cons of the Satan is the rule of the world. He's the prince, you know, the power of the air, and um, he can certainly. If someone sells their soul, uh, allow them to achieve great heights. You know, many are those who have, you know, risen to these heights of prominence. They often say that Elvis, and I was surprised, I just learned this not too long ago. He had one of the world's largest collections of occult books, claimed he saw UFOs throughout his life. John Lennon supposedly had two alien visitations. There are others like that. Uh, there's a fascinating story behind these stones and, and sympathy for the devil. I'm joined today by Father Dan Rehill. He is uh, an exorcist, and uh, he's here to take your calls, your questions, and to guide us through uh, what is really very interesting um, a very interesting scenario here. He's the uh, he's he's from the diocese of Nashville, and he's also the diocese's ex uh, exorcist, Father. I want to play a piece of audio for you because, as an exorcist, I know you see things happen. You know, Satan loves to try to intimidate and scare, and people walk up walls or levitate or spit out things. Taylor Swift was on stage, and something strange happened to her. In fact, I think it kind of startled her, and I wasn't sure whether this was simply theatrics. It looked real when I looked at the video, and it looked legitimate. This took place in a place, uh, well, in the state of Massachusetts, of course, home to Salem, which has a very high witchcraft population or witch uh, population there. And uh, listen to this. Here's part of the audio. You can listen and give me your take.
2: I'm not touching
1: you. You have no idea. Did you hear that? Are they able to hear that? I didn't play
3: that. So that means that... Yeah, it totally seems haunted. It all went down night three of Tay's heirs tour in Foxborough, Massachusetts. At one point, her piano started playing on its own.
4: So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, could that be part of the, the entertainment factor? That was my first reaction. But after diving into this and looking at so much of this other occult symbolism and activity it makes me wonder your thoughts on that and and just give me your takeaway
0: you know again I, I, who knows if that's scripted or if that was uh you know a real you know entity that was taking mm-hmm. over the the music of the piano we don't know i mean she should know because she would know if she was if that was part of the show or not right. but if it only happened once it would send to make you think it wasn't part of the act you know it doesn't seem to happen in any other city so maybe maybe it was a nod from the uh, the other world but you know when you talk about these controlling the elements that the witchcraft is all about harnessing energy and it's from those main elements the earth the sky the water and fire and then they think they can use that harness that energy and use it to do whatever good or bad but they're not harnessing anything they're they're tapping into the demonic power And and sadly, you know, it it does the devil's biggest prize is the pure and innocent. Mm -hmm. That's what he's most after, you know, and if you're somebody running around like, you know, Madonna or Lady Gaga, he's already got them in his pocket. He doesn't need to worry about them, but he's looking for the kids. It's really true. Um, Mm -hmm. When you go back and look at the life of Walt Disney, fascinating that the Disney company always had this dark cloud of evil that was behind it. And now the films that come out are just blatant that there's an attack against innocence. But it's not surprising, but it is sad.
4: Yeah, Let's grab a few calls and how quickly time's going to go here. Again, if you're just joining me, Father Dan Rehill is my guest. He's an exorcist. We're looking at the Taylor Swift phenomenon, great music or anointing of darkness. And if you missed any of the conversation, be sure to download the podcast and share it with somebody else. Susan is in New Jersey. Hi, Susan. You're on the air with Father Rehill.
0: Hi, uh, my husband got tickets to this a few years ago, and it was in New York on Long Island. Mm-hmm. And um, and just, I was praying in the middle of the concert, I I claimed the precious blood of Jesus mm-hmm. on all the audience and everyone there, and the electricity went out right away, <laughs> and the concert oh, wow. ended. Wow. And um, I usually pray all those prayers through the Blessed Virgin Mary and St. Joseph, just
3: so... I just do that. But anyway, I thought that was interesting. <laughs> and it's online.
4: Wow. Well, thank you for sharing that, Susan. Any thoughts, Father? Good
0: for you. Good for you. Yeah, you know, it, it is a battle. We're in a battle, and we should be doing our part. And that means, you know, engaging the angels, engaging the saints, engaging the Holy Trinity. Yep. You know, and, to, and that's a perfect prayer. Cover, cover us in your precious blood and make us even invisible to the enemy. I pray that before every exorcism.
4: Amen to that. Jennifer is in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Jennifer, hi. You're on the air of Father Rehill.
2: Hi, Drew. Thanks for having me on. You got it. Um, so a huge fan of Relevant Radio, a big supporter, too, fan of the show. But I just, I, I really feel like this is a, a stretch with this one. Um, y- you know, if we're going to c- kind of speculate, really, and that's what it is, speculation that every pop star who's had a meteoric rise to fame, there's no other way they could have done it other than if if the occult could be involved and you know that's not exactly what you're saying but i mean we're also not talking about that it's possible that she's incredibly talented and a very savvy marketer and this career has been decades in the making so it's not uh not like it's built up overnight i just think it's kind of a an extreme take to to speculate that she sold her soul to the devil um you, you know given obviously, well, I wish she listens to the show, but she doesn't even have a chance to to hear or respond to that. Um, She does proclaim to be a Christian, granted, you know, misguided um, from what I understand about her, you know, personal and political beliefs. But I just think it's a little bit of a stretch on this. Well,
4: thanks, Jennifer. And again, I put out a big disclaimer in the beginning. I don't know. I don't know whether this is all theatrics or whether we should have pause about and concerned about sending our kids to concerts like this where there's such overt, demonic type of imagery and activity and some of the strangeness that seems to uh, to swirl around it. Father, I understand Jennifer's concern. A lot of people are huge Swifty fans. They love her music. She's extremely talented. Uh, no one wants to shortchange that. I mean, she's a gifted songwriter. I think that's one of the secrets to her success. Uh, your thoughts on, on what Jennifer says? I think shining a light on this... Um, it certainly cannot hurt, and then I, I think as, as parents and being primary educators of your kids, you're certainly going to want to make sure you keep them safe and informed, but your thoughts? Yeah, I agree.
0: She's very talented, and I think she has a lot of uh, even further potential. But when you go back to her beginnings, she really was a very innocent artist that was playing. The music was very pure. I mean, the country music she was making was basically talking about boys and love songs and all this you know the more she gets success the more she's going into darker and darker themes and i'm just looking at the evidence the people she's surrounding herself with are wearing occult symbols uh desecrating catholic altars in in real churches i mean you know that's not to be that's not up for debate that's all fact and so, and then if you have this producer guy who also has his mm-hmm. hand in all these occult kind of practices, I'm just saying it, whether she knows it or not, she's getting more involved yeah. with every album. It seems to go, she goes a little deeper yeah. and, you know, I would just hope that she comes out of this and goes back to making music. That's just about, you know, natural, you know, good themed music that everybody can listen to without worrying about if they're getting into some dark hole.
4: Well, she is the most decorated artist of all time. I read that earlier today. I was shocked by that, if that's indeed the case. Uh, multiple yeah, Grammy she Awards. I mean, she's, yeah. she's a billionaire at 34. I mean, she is a phenom, that's for sure. Father, I have less than a minute, and, and I just want to make sure, if anyone's missed the conversation, you can listen to it again. Go to the where our podcasts are housed. I think this is well worth listening and, and sharing with others. If people want to follow you or get it connected to you, Father, what's the best way
0: to do that? Yeah, Radio Maria Dot us and i'm on every morning central time 9 a.m battle ready with well, father dan rehill
4: we'll bring you back again it's always great to have you here i appreciate your balance and and your insight remember us in your prayers and i'll ask everyone to do the same for you okay sure will thank you drew you got it it's father dan rehill i'm drew mariani until next time remember god loves you and so do i have a great afternoon